can't okay, open so up the cut podcast. that part out and then leave this part in. Yeah, I, I'll do that. You it's can't like start the show four, off like that. I'm coming in hot, Aaron. Obviously, you're freaking angry today. I don't know why. Everybody's, I'm not angry. I feel great. <laughs> coming off like comments with those was unbelievable. My feel, ears, my virgin ears. I have my freaking ears. <laughs> Welcome back to the Choking Hazard Podcast, everybody. Here we are. It is the end of the year show. Here we are. We have a lot of different things to talk about. We have had an ex- Exciting 2022, I'll be honest with you. It's been all over the place. A lot of excitement, um, a lot of things changing, not as far as the show goes, but a lot of things just changing in everybody's lives, which has been fantastic. Uh, so we'll kind of break down some of those things. Exciting news, obviously, happening on both fronts, Mike and myself. But obviously, there's so many different things in the jiu-jitsu world that we can speak about today. We had um, the UFC fight pass, grappling. Um, what was it, the fight Fight Pass International? Fight Pass 3. So, uh, Fight Pass 3, sorry. Taking, taking gra- submission grappling to the next re- level. Yeah, which mm. was, uh, I thought it was a not pre- pretty good card. Um, I kind of give you some thoughts on like special things that actually happened during the match. That I'm, I kind of want to criticize, but I probably look at it as a broader brush, I guess you want to call it. But we had Nikki Ryan. That was a late replacement for... Gordon, um, Vinny, Nikki, uh, Nikki Rod, man. Nikki oh, sorry, Ryan's Nikki Rod. In. Fuck, See, brother versus brother. What is this like? That would have been oh, sick. That Owen, would have been hard versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania ten. Like that. That's oh. that reminiscing right now. You know what? Like that. Those were like the great rivalries that you like to see you know Shawn michaels versus bret hart lex luther versus joe kazuna lex like, luther whoa, oh, whoa man. we got a superman's uh that's, that's going Superman's super arch, old arch, arch nemesis <laughs> oh man but like so many great rivalries but yeah no huge event over the weekend nikki rod as a late replacement versus gordon ryan very somewhat controversial endings but i mean like it is what it is uh mike kind of like obviously we saw the the match go down we saw a lot of different things happen throughout the match that always ended up into an overtime which i think was kind of like nikki rod's game plan to try to get to overtime and then try to see if he could win on the back take i don't know what whoever whoever escapes the fastest wins basically and uh this is why I don't like EBI rules. I'm coming in hot. I think it's, I think a lot of times where you have, you can be positionally, positionally just getting dominated and you can be like, oh, I escaped the back a couple, a couple seconds faster. I win. Or like, I'm a back escape specialist where it's like, okay, like fantastic. But you you got positionally just destroyed the entire match. So like, I don't know how that makes sense, but Send your send your hate mail to me because I don't I don't I don't care. So that, yeah. That's that's my opinion. Honestly, I don't think it's going to change. I'm not a big fan of EBI overtime. With that said, it's ex, it's an exciting thing to watch. I just think a lot of times, you know, the wrong person wins, or like you have people that are just like, I'm just going to shell up and I'm just going to be super defensive and make a very boring fight and then try to win in overtime by slightly escaping a little bit faster. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, we've seen other competitors in different formats go from obviously, you know, no time limit rule sets, obviously who's number one time rule sets, obviously ADCC, which just happened down the line. Um, and then when they get into these like EBI formats where it's like, okay, yeah, they're just playing for that overtime. They're just looking to see if they can, especially if they're, like you said, if they're getting dominated through a match, it becomes redundant. 
and it's not yeah. really pushing the action of where the match should be or and all the hype around it too you know what i don't mind actually is like the who's number one if you have like let's say you have three judges yeah it's a submission only but then you have three this is how i think i would use it just brainstorming maybe a, a different format it's kind of a hybrid of who's number one and ebi so i would use ebi if let's say you have three judges and they score a unanimous decision at the end of regulation, then that person wins no EBI overtime. Now, if you have a split decision, settle it by EBI overtime. That's how I, I if I was going to do it, I would do it like that because it would prevent the, the aspect of, hey, uh, I'm just going to sit here for 15 minutes, not attack, not, and just defend the entire time and essentially you know, just try to run out the clock and try to win by escaping the back slightly faster or escaping an arm bar a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. So I, that's how I would use it in my opinion. I don't know what everybody's thoughts are on that, but Hey, you know, if you, if you like that, if you like that idea, you know, you know, slide into our DMS, we can have a discussion. And if you don't like it, then go fuck yourself. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't give a fuck. 2023 is the year of not me giving a fuck anymore. Yeah. Mike, Mike's on a new tune nowadays. So everybody send your hate mail to him. He's uh, taking them. He's reading them. Send me your hate mail. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll I'll take your hate mail. I'm going to crumple it up. I'm going to throw it in the garbage. I'm going to burn it because I don't give a shit. Oh, I thought you'd wipe your ass with it first and then burn it. And then that would actually make, I don't know if it would burn as well. Like does shit burn? Well, gasoline makes everything on fucking fire. Gasoline makes everything burn, but paper's already pretty good at like burning. Right. So like, like if I took a dump, do we have to perform this experiment on like Instagram live or something? I don't, I think we'd get flagged, but you never know. Twitter might let us do it now. But it might let us do it now. That was a quick run in uh, in uh, freedom of speech and uh, being a, being a CEO. When, yeah, what are no, your thoughts? You know what? I, I, I look at it this way where it's like, okay, we're going to actually, um, you know, take votes and let the asylum, you know, vote on who's going to be what or should I step down? It's like, oh, yeah, fuck. I'm just going to vote. Hopefully they vote my way. I mean, I, I think Elon's smart enough to know that he probably was going to step down as a CEO anyways but oh he probably is i think he like, probably I, has I somebody in mind that who's gonna run that that show is it, it, if anything it's like all bot traps and trying to get people like interacting in the on the on the servers more than anything i think now, that's who, the biggest thing. now who lasted longer elon musk as ceo of twitter or some former team members and uh management at the gym that we do not speak of Oh, <laughs> I got you thinking. It's close. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who lasted no. longer? <sighs> Who lasted the shortest? Aaron, Aaron's first time doing the deed. Elon Musk is CEO of Twitter. No, the other, the other, guy, the man, other guy. Some management at the gym that we do not speak of. It's well, a very doing tight the deed race. For the first time did not last long. I know that. <laughs> it was like 17 seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, but that, that's fast. That's a lot longer than uh, yeah, some that's team members. Quick. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I think the other guy lasted longer, um, <laughs> just because of like sure will. They had no fucking uh, nobody to do it. <laughs> they just had nobody to do it. By they had nobody to do it. They're like, ah, oh, we're gonna need to ride this fucking shit out um, <laughs> until they couldn't no more. <laughs> that like basically when it was on fucking fire. I mean, it's sinking and on fire at the same time. Like, how do you fucking put it out? <laughs> and, and it got and it got shot with a torpedo. 
Yeah, exactly. The fucking diesel fire fucking just and going. Just, just a machine and then just like taking a machine gun to it after just yeah. to make sure, you know. Hey, you know what? You want to run a good business. That's the way to do it, I guess. <laughs> burn, burn it to the ground burn it to the ground restart you know fuck it's just people's money fuck whatever like, so, so aaron like what would you do in in positions like that like let's say you come into a role and like you know it's a complete gong show like you like, have managerial experience i have like a little bit but like not to the extent that you do like yeah. you're coming into a place and you know there's there's fires everywhere how do you approach that? Well, I think you have to look at two things, right? I, I, and like the situation, like we're talking about, every situation is different. So it's hard. Yeah. To, I don't want to paint it as a brush, right? The situation that we're looking at where there's no money, like, okay, so funding's non-existence, right? So you're not going to get any more money for funding for staffing. So that's an issue. You have supply chain issues. That's a huge issue, right? So you can't service what you need to service and you can't, create an experience because you don't have the staffing right so just two red flags right there so then the other atmosphere is like you can't go in as a general manager just shooting up from the hip and firing everybody because as much as you feel it might be the right thing to do you have to address like obviously the the red flags that are right there so i mean if there's like obviously like fraud or um like theft or things going on that those are red flags like that that like major major issues like 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 that needs to be eliminated no matter what i mean that that stuff can't go on but i think the biggest thing that any leader can do going into any new setting is really do nothing and observe for the first 30 days really and you go in you see what's actually happening and then from there, that's where you can start making your adjustments based on what you're actually seeing. What's the culture like? What are the people like? What's the staff like? Do you actually know who the staff is? Are they coming into the work on time? Like all those little things that are happening. And then you have a better assessment to go, okay, this is what I need and what, how are you going to address it rather than shooting from the hip and just firing everybody. And then you have no staff left. And it's like, oh, we're going to hire on the fly. Well, you need you need to train those people. So who's yeah. going to train them? And so if you, if you're not going to train them, you have to have managers in place that can train those individuals to do the jobs that they're supposed to do. I mean, it's an uphill battle, especially oh, like if somebody's genuinely coming battle. in and being like, Hey, I want to help. And I want to try to turn, you know, this company around or this, or this gym around or whatever the case may be. Like, it's like, where do you start? That's good. It's actually a very difficult position to be in because like you, you can't, go in and like you said you can't just go in and can every fire everybody because then who do you have to work with do you try to do you try to retrain and just re restaff slowly like do you just do you try to you know get a cultural shift kind of address some of the red flags like like where do you start because like honestly like i don't know but here i i mentioned the first thing right off the bat it's called in like funds and money and investment right if they're not investing in the business anymore that's already a red flag number one to the cap- actual company itself, right? So when we look at expansion, they're never going to, in the company we're speaking about, will never expand in Canada anymore, right? So meaning it's a dead market, right? So they're not going to put any more money into the market, right? Other than to keep it floating. So that's flag number one. Flag number two is that, okay, cool. You're not going to let anybody really, you're, you're putting people in to be placeholders. You're not going to, get anybody in there to actually make an impact on the business 
that's the big yeah. issue, right? So you want people that are like, yes, man, hey, we want to do this. No, you can't do that. Hey, we want to hire these people. No, you can't do that. Don't have the budget, right? Like it, it's, that's the battle you have. Hey, can we order this? No, you can't do that. So as you're always getting these, no, we're not going to do this. This is how we do things this way. Well, it's not working that way. It hasn't worked this way in the last five years, you fucktards. You keep trying to push the same Now message. Aaron's coming in hot. Send it your doesn't hate mail. work. That's <laughs> like, what do you want to, like, you don't understand how many times they've recycled the same thing, called it something new. It's the same fucking thing. And it didn't work last time. Why are we going to repackage it and call it something else? No, you're, you're absolutely right. Why cat shit? Now it's cat and dog shit together. Like that's basically what it is. No, you get yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You can't um, you can't just repackage the same thing over and over again, or you can't just keep trying to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. No, it exactly. doesn't work like that, right? So, you ever see the movie The Big Short? Yes, I did. Fantastic okay. movie, so, by the way. Great, fantastic music movie is. I love it. I've probably watched it like, I don't know, like 10 times just because it's like, one, it's so, it's such a mastermind of fuckery, yeah. but it's just the way they lay it out is so great, right? And so there's this amazing part where they have um, Ryan Gosling, he plays um, the the, the stockbroker, not the broker. He's a banker. He's, he's, a, he's banker. a banker, right? Yeah. And so he's got these Jenga uh pylons right and so they talk about cdos and it's like okay these um represent your mortgage bonds right and they're cdos and all that kind of crap and then you take one out and then whatever and he's basically laying it out of like these triple a's and triple b's and whatever they're all worthless dog shit they're all, they don't mean they're all level they're all levels of like bonds essentially right? so it's like you so, have a triple a like this is like buying microsoft like it ain't going anywhere but then well, you're realizing on the surface level, it's a triple A, but if you go a little deeper, it's not so triple A. Well, they because what happens is they take the the C's and the B's and they they package them together. It gives them credibility, and but they they say they're triple A, but they're not, right? And so when those bonds fail, basically, so when we look at like all the lower, t and I'll, I'll use this as a perfect example. So you have your higher tier employees, you know, your your individuals who are just like. You're, you're superstars, you're rock stars, they're guys who love the business, they love working for the company, blah, 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 blah. They are great individuals. So they're like, they're your AAA rated that's people. Your, that's your base of the Jenga tower. Sure, right? Yeah. And then you have, no, no, that's not even, no, that's those are your good people, right? Those are your yeah. middle people, but, right? That's, your, no, you have, that's the base of the tower, Aaron. The base of the tower, so, right? That's the base and of the so tower. These things start to fall because they're like, and it, again, it's always death by a thousand cuts. It's never just one thing that happens, right? When you have long tendered employees, right? It's always a, a bunch of different things. I didn't get paid on time or I didn't get that promotion that it was promised six times already. Um, hours never get changed. You know, promises that never come into play. No training, no this, no that, blah, blah, blah. Like it just always con concluded of different things over and over and over again and that's how you lose great tendered employees like yourself or myself or yourself down the road right myself <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? we're gonna have to edit that part out right? oh no no fuck fuck it no no edits now no no, no edits. edits oh now we're not at okay no editing so aaron aaron gall <laughs> says fuck justin trudeau come to my house and arrest me rcmp 
This is my location. I'll edit that go ahead, but... Aaron Road. <laughs> but um yeah, that's basically what happens, right? But then you have individuals who should have been fucking fired fucking six months ago, right? And let's let them run the asylum. So what did you expect was gonna happen? Like here we are, Aaron. Here, here we, we are. are. Here we are. Just in a travesty of, but you know, things happen for a reason. That's how that's how the world turns around, right? Things happen for a reason. You get fucked over. So you know what? You can either stay in the same spot or you can just say, fuck it and move on and find a new thing to do. And that's it. Yeah, that, that that's basically it. I believe I think I might have had a breakthrough to you, you know, two years ago during the pandemic where I was like, hey, Aaron, these places don't care about you. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this conversation. And you're Probably. like, this is this, this is that. And you're like, I'm like, listen, Aaron, they don't care about you. When have they reached out to you in the last three months? No. What have they said to you? Nothing. What have they offered you? Nothing. Why are they coming to save you right now? You're floating in the middle of the ocean. You're like, oh, they're going to come get me anytime. No, they're not, Aaron. No, they're not. I had, no. I had to slap some sense into you two years ago. And you're, now you're seeing the light and... You, and, you, you packed your parachute. You jumped out of the plane. Yeah. And I'm, like, call, I'm calling that? a taxi no, to the airport all. right now. <laughs> no, and I don't regret it at all. And I've loved every second of it. It's been great. It's been an eye-opening experience for me. Obviously, it's again, it's a new challenge. It's interesting. Um, entrepreneurship is definitely a different beast, right? Like, But again, it's, it's, it's a new challenge. Obviously, I have to long especially with the new year coming too right it's like anything where you look at like a five-year plan 10-year plan like what's the main plan obviously it's to break what? even and make sure i don't lose my house right what's the <laughs> so so aaron what what does your next 12 months look like kinetic bjj and performance what what are your goals let's do some goal uh, setting oh goal so setting we, session we, we're gonna look we're gonna look back a year goal from now session. and we're gonna be like boy we sure fucking miss these <laughs> wow i mean like I think like on my personal end, as far as my business goes, I mean, and I don't even think I even released that episode yet, but um, no. no, the last dance of Aaron Gal. I haven't even released part one. It. Part this one. It's going to be yeah. a mini docu-series. The mini docu-series. We haven't even done that yet. So that's, uh, that's going to have to happen soon. But um, no, I yeah, think that... the biggest, for everybody that doesn't know, I opened up obviously a, a private training studio which is more an idea of like exclusive space for individuals to get the training or the performance needs that they are looking for to help them connect with their goals right so it offers a much different setting compared to um a gym membership right it's the idea of your personal space your personal programming your ability to just come in and not have to think and just get training in that's what the whole idea is right and you don't have to worry about anything right the Everything's taken care of for you. you. Got towels, you got your water if you need it, uh, coffee, the whole deal, training, everything that we have in the building. It's a small space, obviously, but it's something to grow on. So my biggest step is obviously to like in the next twelve months, obviously to expand it, obviously make it a little bit bigger um, than it is currently with more equipment, more updated stuff, and then from there is maybe in the next year, possibly get somebody working with me as well. So I think that would be the next step. So obviously there's only so many hours I can do. So how do I impact more people? Cause that's the way I look at it. It's like, 
if I can only impact 40 people through the time I have each week, okay, that's 40 people. But now how do I impact 80? Then how do I impact 120? Then how do I impact a thousand? Like those are going to be the next steps when we look at building from that programming and building from there. And it comes into the idea of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but also with personal training and achieving anything that they want, really. Because unlike yourself, like I, you, you decided to open up a school, which is fantastic. And I'm super proud of you. And I'm happy that this is something that you're doing. Pack and, the shoot, fucker. Pack the shoot. But doing um, it. shoot your shoe. That, that, that wasn't the route I was ready to go. Does that make sense? So it was. No, um, totally. I think, I feel like we both went different routes in 2022. And you know what? Honestly, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. No, and it is, it's not, it's not a bad thing at all. Um, not to say my route's better or your route's better. Nope. It, it really, I'm not saying that at all. Either. Two separate businesses, right? And um, it's going to be interesting to see how they both grow too. So I think, and then here's where the beauty of it is: the two of the, you and I can lean on each other for ideas and different strategies and connections and all these different things too, which is going to be the exciting part. I'm just here to make jujitsu great again in the GTA wasn't That's good my, before <laughs> i want to make it great again i want to just i want just like america i just want to make it great again oh fuck as i go <laughs> as i go down to florida is grapple arts going to be the maga of uh the brazilian jiu-jitsu community community now whoa i i didn't say that i just oh, said, okay I'm, uh, I'm just i'm just gonna make jiu-jitsu great again there's been a lot of bjj bitch assness Oh, over the like, over the last few years. Do you want to tell? Explain you, more. Elaborate you, on that. Do you know who the? Do you know? I don't know. I I just see some of the the things on the internets, as the kids say. Oh, things like, on things on the internet. Things on the internets about maybe maybe it's maybe it's about cross training. Maybe you're not allowed to do that. Maybe mm. it's about oh you have to buy this gi or get the fuck out. There's things like that. You know, like I just, I just want freedom, Aaron. I want freedom. I want to end the mandates. If I have to, I'll park a truck in Ottawa. I just want to be able to wear whatever gi I want and go train. And I, I think people just want freedom at this point after what they've been through the last couple of years. And I'm just, I'm just one of the many options in the GTA. If you are looking for freedom, freedom of choice, freedom to choose the type of gi that you want to wear, just end the mandates. End the I'm just gonna keep saying end the mandates, Aaron. End the mandates, okay. Gotcha. End the mandates. But no, in all in all seriousness, I'm looking to. I just I just want to offer something different, something fun, positive environment. Honestly, I'm looking to. I want to start with like a fresh crop of just new people who are like, ooh, jujitsu. What's this? I've seen this before. Um, I wouldn't mind trying this. And I I think that's that's actually the clientele person that I want. And now over time, of course, that'll grow. But yeah, and then you start building up your white belts to blue belts and all that kind of stuff. But that's 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 the one thing I I missed. I would say during the pandemic was at the gym that we do not speak of. We had a a small crop of uh, gentlemen, many of which are still training. And, you know, I miss kind of bringing them up and and training because it actually made jujitsu uh, fun a lot more fun again for me again make jujitsu fun again so back back in that day i was like ah like training like i'm doing it here and there it's okay but like i was i never really i, I felt like i was missing something at the time and i thought like it was like all right i need to teach and build and develop some people and that's that's what i want to do is 
take some uh, males and females and children at our, our new location, which will officially be open January 5th. That's a Thursday. We open right at 7 a.m. So come on, come check us out. And we're just going to, we're going to make jujitsu great again, Aaron. And the mandates. And the mandate. And the mandate. That's going to be a new shirt. It's going to be Grappling Arts Academy on the back and the mandates. Okay. All right. So um, just keeping things fun. Like that's really what it comes down to. Just a fun, positive environment. Come learn some jujitsu, learn how to kill a man. You know, you have a child who may not be as, as confident in, May, on the playground or they're getting bullied bring them bring them to uncle mikey and i'll bring show them what's up bring them to uncle mikey <laughs> jesus Mace, so, bring them to maestre mike that'll be uh an alter ego of mine so i want to circle back quickly on the um the fight over the weekend with gordon ryan and nicky rod yes so question for you when you watch that match did you see Nikki Rod feel look like he looked a lot better than the ADCC tournament. Do you feel there's a possibility where we're looking at potentially a guy that's going to dethrone Gordon? Did you look at Gordon being very timid? Like, what what are your kind of thoughts on the match? I think Nikki Rod came in a lot more prepared. I think he came in he fought a lot smarter of a fight versus. I think it, he gained. You can clearly tell he game planned a lot more for this one versus just. I'm going to come in and like try to throw Gordon to the ground 30 seconds in. Now he's on the ground. He's got a free takedown ADCC rules. Um, you know, he was in some decently deep exchanges and he stayed composed and he found a way out and he, he was actually firing back in some positions as well. He potentially broke Gordon Ryan's foot with a toe mm-hmm. or he tore some ligaments or something. He definitely did some something pop even, for sure. And even Gordon said in like the post press conference, like, Hey, like he, I left my foot out there and he grabbed it. Like he didn't what it is. He grabbed it. He started, he didn't respect it. And he put yeah. a toe, put a nice tight toe hold on and went from there and just went to town on it. And you heard some loud, audible cracks and pops. Loud, audible pro- cracks and pops. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and... I think he fought, I think he fought a lot smarter. He fought a lot more with a better solid game plan for what it was. I and... also think he was, training a lot more intense because he was supposed to be in the eight man tournament. Meanwhile, Gordon was, he was in Hawaii. I don't know how hard he was training the last yeah. month or so. That's what I, I was like going to say. He took a like, little bit Gordon's of a break. Kind of been off for like the last week, last month, sorry, you know, yeah. and, and deservedly. So, I mean, the guy won ADCC did an amazing job, like yeah. did something that nobody's done before. So give the guy a break for sure. Right. Also, also like to Gordon's credit, like you can't, he's had his, his foot on the gas for like, <laughs> Just, just so to speak, not that kind of gas, Aaron, but yeah, he's, yeah. Had, he's had his foot on the gas for... Well, the, the controversy's out now, right? The PEDs versus the greasing issues, right? So what's what? What's more... What's what? What is more illegal? But obviously well, what's, the what, greasing... What, are the rule, what do the rules say? <laughs> this is well, question. This is well, why, like... This is, this is also another thing as well. If you're going to make submission grappling send your hate mail to me i don't give a fuck at that's point 2023 is the year i don't give a fuck so you're gonna have okay so you're, you're basically blatantly allowing people to take whatever substance that they want and you're basically letting people essentially apply whatever thing you want to your skin you can moisturizer etc to be you know exceptionally more 
slippery to get out of, you know, maybe like submissions or leg locks or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, what are the, what are the rules that say like, okay. I, Cause I saw in the press conference, like, okay, well you can't grease. It's like, well, what's the repercussions? Nothing. And it's like, well then yeah. What's stopping somebody. So what's from stopping somebody I'm from not doing saying it. that Nikki Rod went out and did this. Like there's, there's some accusations out there, but I don't think they're like heavily proven. But with that said, what's stopping somebody from taking PEDs? What's no, it, stopping somebody from putting moisturizer and lathering themselves up with all that gym that we do not speak of moisturizer and dipping yourself in a tank yeah, of that before you, no. you step on the mats, right? No, and you make a, a, a fair point, right? Because there's um there's a I think it was one of his one of his stories where basically said where it's like during ADCC, I wore a long sleeve rash guard once, and that was during my Nikki Rod fight. That's and that was one of the reasons, right? Why he wore the long long sleeve so he could have a grip. But during fight pass, he was not he wasn't given the option. He wasn't allowed to wear a long sleeve. So yeah. hence Heike again, like allegations, do I know? Yes or no? I wasn't there, so I can't tell you what's what. We're just going off of what we heard from accusations of different people and you know. I, I look at, but again, like I'm here, gonna go back. My, here's my question for you. I, 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 I'm gonna cut you off for the 900th time this year. So you want submission grappling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whatever you want to call it. You want to, you want to call it a professional sport along the levels of like hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer. Mm-hmm. Pick, pick a major sport. Pick what like, you want. Right. Res- wrestling. Um, how do you, how do you? get this sport to that level without with well with basically let's just call it like the drug culture and the the cheating culture that is that is in it where literally more people are doing things that they shouldn't be technically doing if it was another sport you oh know what and, i mean no 100 percent. and like i i agree with you whatsoever all over the part of it because I'll even give you a perfect example. When we look at the level of professionalism, right? It has to, like, if you want to be considered a professional sport, okay, you're going to have drug testing. You're going to have all the aspects of what professionals have to go through, right? And But again, fighters got to get compensated for it too if they're going to play yep. it as a professional sport, right? I agree with that. So there's this hand in hand. Now, the other aspect to it, it's like, this is where I was like, this is, you want to be considered professionals. You need individuals who are refing these things to be fucking professional because the referee. Now I get it. It's a big fight. This is a good opportunity for him and all that kind of stuff. When the referee's refing this match. And when you see Nicky Rod put that toehold on and you hear the pop, you see the ref just go, Oh my God. Like, like the, the squimmage that people would normally do. Right. You're the professional in the ring. Your job is to protect the fighters and to obviously stop the fight if it needs to be stopped because of a tap or submission to be on hand to do those things. You fucking being emotional, being excited to be in the sport of being there, can't fucking do that. And then you got to be, you got to be be head on in the moment, know when to stop that fight when it happens. Then during the overtime, when this fucking thing will go, okay, Nikki Rod's got the choke on, whatever, right? Time runs out. Yep. But what's supposed to happen? Clearly referee, runs out. Referee is supposed to stop the fight 
and say, stop doing what you're doing. That's it. But the referee fucking, there's a picture of Gordon in the in the head and the rear naked choke. The referee is like doing the, oh, does he have him? Does he have him? Yeah, just, right? The time it's not his fucking run, job to be a fan. The it's time his job fucking the runs out and you didn't stop the fucking fight. You had to wait for Gordon to go, hey, is the clock done? Oh, cool. Gives a little tap, like, let me the fuck go. Now everybody, and again, like it's just casual fans are like, "Oh, he tapped, he tapped, he tapped." Like, no, he no, didn't. he didn't. The it fucking was, fight it was, was more over. of a, "Hey, can you get off me?" And like the fight's over, the timekeeper and the fucking referee are supposed to stop that fight. They didn't stop the fight. That's on you guys. Like, you want to be considered a professional sport, you can't even referee properly for fuck's sakes. Yeah, that's and that's another element of it too. Like, you need to have professional people who know what the fuck they're doing. Refing hey. me say also it's a submission only. How hard is it to ref? Exactly. It's the easiest thing to ref. You don't have experience. to do anything. There's no yeah. you don't have to count points. Don't do nothing. Like it's did he tap? Yes or no? Like as a, fuck as off. a favorite as a favorite quote of Aaron's. You can literally sit there in a sub only event and you can sit there with your dick in your hand. And you're still doing a great job. And you're, you know what? If you're doing that, you'd probably do a better job than these guys. They're roughing. Like, I, I, like oh, just fuck me. Like, because, like, with different rule sets, like ADCC, the IGGF, That's different, though. You have to apply rules. They're, they're, they're engaged in the fight. Okay. They have to head on a swivel, right? You want to engage in the fight most of the time. But yeah. But, like, you want to be considered happen. a professional sport. Okay. Your referees have to be like professionals. Like it's just a fucking sham. That's all. Yeah, I don't just, know. I was just disappointed with that. Yeah, I was. I was not very impressed with some of the refereeing. But um, with that said, hey, like you know, these these are things that are positives that are moving the sport in the right direction. They're getting eyeballs on it, but at the same time, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Now, on a lighter note, Michael. Yeah. So I know you like comedy, right? Oh, everybody like everybody likes a funny thing. I like comedy. Long. Yeah. So Twitter sometimes will throw out these amazing videos. Now I think they get in time, time out one sec. Bruno, Hold on. get the what fuck the over fuck? here. Bruno, get fuck the fuck up. over here for a second. Come here. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're gonna leave this in. Bruno, be quiet. Bruno's trying. Bruno's trying to get outside, and he's like, "I gotta take a shit. Let's go." <laughs> Keep going. Is that Bruno, or is that my cat? Oh, that's Bruno scratching. Well, it's Bruno panting right now. Bruno scratching at the door, being like, gotta let me out. I gotta take a dump. Dump, Aaron go. Spell her. Okay. All right. Hold on. I'm gonna pull this up. I don't know if you've seen it. Okay, what is it together? Can you hear it? Fan her. <laughs> I hear. Are you sure? Yeah, fan her. <laughs> What's so funny? I'm saying it right. Okay, are you sure? I don't get it. Yes, Are you guys making fun of me? What? what? Together. Together. Fat and her. F A T H E R. What does that spell? Fat her. Fat her. Fat her. 
F-A-T-A-T-R. This is going to be Aaron on Christmas Day. F-A-T-A-T-R. What is that? Without caffeine. F-A-T-A-T-R? Yeah, what is that? Fat her. Fat her. What am I fucking stupid or what? Fuck you guys. Get it, man. Get it, man. I'm serious. F-A-T-A-T-R. Stop. <laughs> Do it live. Be <laughs> mad for real. Be mad. All right. Um. What? F A T T R. English. What are you saying? Never seen somebody so adamant about fucking. <laughs> About spelling. The light went on. The light came. Oh my god! You're like an idiot. Oh fuck! On a lighter note. Yeah, I figure out to do screen share now. So here we. Fucking go. This is fantastic. <laughs> we can record reactions to Oh yeah. 100%. We have a new we have a new element to this podcast. New element to the podcast. All all live reaction shit. So Aaron, it's been a crazy yes. 2022. It has 23. We're both going into it. We're both uh have some independent projects, I guess you can say to say the least. Yeah, 100 percent I think there's gonna be exciting. We got um but you know what? We also have a lot of co-projects happening too. Obviously, with AC sure do, which is going to be a big. Um, they got. I don't even know if we're allowed to announce anything yet. But um, there's a, we can't we can't say when they're happening. It's, but I can tell everybody there's at least three shows happening in the new year. That's, oh, absolutely. I, that's so we got a. Sure. I can't tell you when fireworks. we're actually doing them. I can't tell you what's on the card. Those are the things I can't tell you. But We're doing we, something with Ace. We just can't tell you anything yet. Yeah, we got, it's we not released. Three, but it's three shows soon. for sure with Ace that are happening. So we'll be super excited about that. Obviously, with a lot more um, events happening down the road. 2023 is going to be nuts, bro, because of all the co- tournaments that are actually happening in Ontario. Obviously, yes. a lot of different things that are happening throughout the year. Obviously, with... Um, Big new things with me and you as well that we discussed right? as well. So, uh, you're not competing this year, are you? Well, I think I might jump into some stuff. Save, are you going? Are you still? Are you going to do it now? Uh, I'll jump into some, maybe some more local, smaller things. But I'm not going to be. I don't think I'll be doing anything major. Just I'm not going to do worlds. Just because of this, but um, that that is on my bucket list to go back at Black Belt. No, one hundred percent. This year is. May not be possible, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm for you it could be about building the business and everything, right? Twenty twenty four, possible. Yeah, I mean, my 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 goal is kind of like again, like I said before, it is about more about building the business. If the opportunity for competitions comes down the pipeline, I will definitely consider it. Um, it just really depends on how my body feels and how I yeah. feel in general. There's one more big question, so I've been taking some questions from from, from some people. And uh, number one with a bullet is, 
when is Aaron going to go to World Masters to fight Sanji? <laughs> that was the number one question. Right? That was the number one question. With a bullet. Like, I number put up one. A secret, I put up a secret poll, and it was yeah. like 15 in a row. When is Aaron 15, fighting yeah, Sanji? Totally makes sense. Yes. Um, like I said, if my body holds up and I feel really good, um, I have some good fitness like aspiration like jujitsu goals i want to do this year and competing is definitely one of them what about doing a bodybuilding show no never <laughs> not you're like that you're like that's not your thing i am too white to <laughs> just let's just call a spade a spade yeah, yeah that lighting hits you it's gonna yeah. reflect let's it's just gonna reflect <laughs> you wouldn't see it you wouldn't be i'd be like this most shredded guy out there and you wouldn't even tell it'd just be a white light and just be oh <laughs> that's all there's no say. there's no amount of tan you can throw on me to actually get any definition in this you just it's just a beam of light reflecting yeah. off of you so i uh, pull any questions number two no that was the only that, that was it that was the only, <laughs> that was the only question, question. <laughs> Excellent. Only question of uh, the, the day. That's amazing. Well, we both have a very exciting 2023. Cheers to you. Cheers Merry to Christmas. You. Happy Merry New Christmas. Year. Happy New Happy Year. Hanukkah. Happy all the other holidays. Absolutely. Um, to our audience, thank you so much for an amazing 2022. It's been amazing, especially with you guys. And we love that you guys keep supporting us for some reason. And you still like listening to the podcast. We do appreciate everything that you guys do and everything that you guys give us as far as feedback goes, where we do appreciate it. Um, we got some big plans, obviously, for the new year. A lot of great shows coming down the pipeline um hopefully we can get out to fla um new brunswick especially there's plans in the work Aaron's so been we'll, working on this for like i've been years. working on it we're gonna make it happen for Fly sure me out first class no i just and then they haven't Fuck. returned our calls no exactly um no but like it, whether it we'll see what happens right we're gonna try and figure it out but um yeah hopefully down the road we have a lot more commentating jobs happening and then uh yeah it's gonna be exciting no we'll we'll have some fun we'll see you on the mats um, absolutely oh and i think the next biggest thing we have coming up is obviously grappling industries which is going to be the first tournament of the year but then yep. we also have the sick kids roll thon that was the last one i wanted to yes. say so uh, february 27th at the toronto police college it's a sick kids children's um roll thon with the toronto police service Choking is that hazard. the Toronto Police College officially? Yeah. Uh, Guard okay. Players is part of sponsorship as well. Beautiful. Flawless Kimono. There's a lot of different sponsors. Uh, yes, who made this uh, Grappling Arts Academy shirt, Guard Players. So, um, yeah. So, if you guys can make it, that'd be great. The link will be in the bio for this as well. Um, yeah. All so, proceeds are going to Sick Kids Hospital. Yeah, all so proceeds to the kids. Sick great kids. charity. Great open mat. Yeah, Come it's the first out. time we'll be running it in the last two years. So, and there was almost 400 people on the mat last time. So, hopefully, we can get more than that. Right, right now, I think house. there's like um, 50 people registered, but nobody registers for these things early. So, it's going to fill up quickly. So, um, if you want to be a part of it and you don't want to get sold out, make sure you join up. Join the link below, and you'll be ready to rock. Beautiful. All right. No, uh, shout out to Matt, who's uh, who's spearheading this one he is uh, he's putting in a lot of hard work and there could be there's no better chair especially right now with you know the pandemic everything that's happened especially you know sick kids sick kids needs their help more than ever so come out support come out and support it's a fantastic charity come help 
come uh, help out, get some rounds in. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Have a great holiday. We will see you in the new year. We're super excited, and we'll see you soon on the match. Have a good one. Justin Trudeau. Just